is not there, only Guru Seva is to be done, and other things are not to be done. Pradhanya Pradeshanatham, it is for showing the predominance or importance of the Guru Sushusha or Guru Seva, the service to the teacher. Karma Sunyo Yati Shishtakala Tenakala Yavidamazitya Whatever time remains after serving the teacher, in that time one should study the Vedas. Evami Nimavata Adhito Veda Karma Jnana Haraprapta Evavati Nanyatayta Vipraya. Thereby, this will be studying us that Evami Nimavata Adhito Veda. Veda, they studied by the one who follows this niyama, the rule or stipulation, the Vedalon karma jnana phalaprapte bhavati, that alone becomes effective in attaining the phalan, the result of karma and jnana, of ritual meditations, which is what the Vedas in fact prescribe, they become effective only when it is studied by the, the student who observes these rules. The <coughs> Anyatha. It's very clear. If you do not follow the stipulations, then the way study the Veda does not become effective. Meaning that study the Veda serves no purpose if it is not studied in this prescribed manner. Abhisamavitya. <coughs> Dharma-jignyasam samapaitva Having concluded it, Dharma-jignyasa Meaning, having studied the Shastra Jaimini Yukta Disha Purankara Vicharam Krutva Purankara Vicharam Krutva Thoroughly, completely and thoroughly Analyzing the performance of Dharma or the duty karma, the rituals, and everything else that is prescribed. Jaiminyukta disha vicharyak svavicharam krutva says Jaimini in his sutra, dharma sutra or mimamsa sutra has in fact done the karma vichara. How to perform various karmas or various rituals. <coughs> so that is how one has to do Meaning that one has to learn how to perform the various karma rituals prescribed by the Vedas. <coughs> and that is how one becomes prepared to proceed with one's life. The life of activity. So far was the life of study, now enters the life of activity, the social life enters. <coughs> Dharma Jignasam Samapaitva Gunukulan Nivritya. 
returning from leaving the Gurukula, returning home from the Gurukula. Nayataha Dharan Avitya accepting a, a, a partner Nyayataha according to the tradition. Kunambhistitva remaining in the Kutumba or the family, meaning leading the life of a householder. Garasthya vihite karmanetishtan. Kutumbe means kutumbhistitva, remaining in the family, which means that performing the duties prescribed for a householder. That's what it means. Therefore, Sutta-Travit, Gahastya Vijitanam Karmanamadhyay. Therefore, like before, while he is devoted to performing his duties as a householder, then also, Swadhyayasya Pradhanya Pradasanatha Muchyade. Just as while studying the Vedas, the Guru Susrusha or serving the teacher was the most important thing to do. In fact, study of the Vedas also found a secondary place, second place after the serving of the teacher. Similarly also in the life of the householder, the Swadhyaya, the study of the Vedas, reciting the Vedas and teaching them is also the most important. Shucho vivitte vivitte amebhyadesh rahite deshe yathavat asinaham. Being seated in a stipulated manner in a place of solitude which is clean and which is pure. Swadhyaya adhyanaha. Reciting the Vedas. So, naityakam, so the, the nitya karma, or the daily study that is prescribed. Adhikam cha yatha shakti yogadya bhyasam cha kurvan. And apart by this it is said that one should always be, one should always endeavor to always increase one's base of knowledge. And therefore, also, as the time and energy permit, then studying the new texts also. Dharmika, Putran, Shishyamsa, Dharmayukta, Vidadhata. And also initiating his children as his sons as well as the disciples into a life of, into virtuous life. Meaning again the life of Brahmacharya, Grahastha, and performing various duties. So life of Dharma, Dharmikan Vidadha. Initiating and encouraging and guiding one's progeny as well as one's disciples to live the life of Dharma or the virtue. And dharma means the, the life is the values prescribed by the Vedas. So he initiates also his followers into the same kind of life, reciting the Vedas and passing on the knowledge to their sons and disciples. Thus, one should also conscientiously attempt not only to study and imbibe the teaching in oneself, 
but should also become a link to passing on this knowledge to the next generation. <coughs> and that is how this, the, the Vedic studies or the Vedic texts are passed on to us for generations, thousands of millennia. Only because of this, then it was considered the duty of a householder to continue to study what he did and also become a link and imparting this knowledge to the next generation. <coughs> now we go to page 432. If you look at the line 18. Puram Adhvitasyavitayo Vridhyatham Adhyanam Dashayate. So, even though he may not have studied that from his own teacher, he should continue to learn. Tayo Vridhyatham. That Swadhyaya and Pravachana must be enhanced all the time. Then the Upanishad say, Atmani Sarvendiyani Sampradishthapya Atmani is one's own self, Sarvendiyani, all the sense organs, Pradishthapya, focusing, withdrawing all the sense organs within oneself. So that part Vashikara explains. In the second line, Atmani Sarudaye Harde Brahmane Sarvendriyane Samprishthapya Ubhusamrutya Indriya Grahanat Karmanicha Sanyasya So Atmani within oneself means Sarudaye in one's heart. Not only one's heart, but then Harde Brahmani. Concentrating or meditating upon not only within one's heart, but the Harde Brahmani. Brahman that manifests itself in the heart, Dharakasha. So again, that meditating upon the Dhara or Param Brahman that shines as the very self in one's own heart. And for focusing attention totally to oneself, it is naturally necessary to withdraw the attention from everything else. So, Sarvendriyanesam Pradishtapya, establishing all one sense organs in the in Brahman, the self which is shining in the heart. Sarvadvarani Sayamya. Mano Vidin Rudyacha Murnya Dhayatmanah Pran Asthito Yoga Dharanam Omitya Aksham Brahma Vyaharan Mamanus Maran. Although this is the description of the departure from this body, Sarvadvarani Sayamya, so closing or restraining all the gateways from which the mind can go out, restraining those. Mano, so mind is now not allowed to go out. 
And the mind is totally restrained within one's own in the heart. Murnyadhar, then the prana also is again focused in the in the crown of the head. So that's the that's the description there. But here it is primarily focusing one's attention totally into one's in the Brahman, into the self that is shining in the heart. Pratishtapya, all of this, Lord Krishna also says there, and Kaivalya uh, Upanishad also gives very beautiful instructions about this meditation. Indira Granat Karmanit Sanyasya. So Vashikara says that when he said that you should fold up all your sense organs, should withdraw all the sense organs from their activities. <coughs> so that includes both the organs of perception as well as organs of action. All of them are so, meaning that they are now made free from all their natural activities. When all the five sense organs of perception, they abide in their own locus and also the organs of action. Manasasa, along with the mind. Buddhisya Namishtade and Buddhi also does not do any activity. Meaning the entire personality is totally quiet and silent and serene. Thus, this total concentration of sense organs and mind is called yoga. All of this is possible only when the mind is free from all other concerns also. Therefore, Indriya Gananath Karamanika Sanyasya as long as there is this moderation of having to perform one's enjoined duties, so long there will always remain a matter of anxiety for the mind as to this, this is to be done. In fact, for a householder also, there may be so many duties that may hardly leave any time for meditation. So Bhashyakara thinks that this is not the instruction on meditation at a part-time, but this is how one is to do. Having lived the life of householder then, now next stage is withdrawing attention to oneself, into dharakasa. So karmanita sanyasya. So this is possible only when all the karma, meaning all the duties are renounced. Duty means something that has to be done. All of that is now given up. For in favor of this is to be done. So he's doing something all right. Except that he has given up the external activity even now so that he can focus totally toward in himself. So this is the, uh, this is how the, the Vedic, you know, the tradition is. That ultimately one has to come to oneself which is where Ishwara is, which is where the Self is. 
So Sarvani Dharva Sanyasa. So Bhasikara thinks that now what follows applies to a sannyasa. So Sarvendriyani Atmani Sarvendriyani Sampratishthapya means this is what a sannyasi can do. The sixth chapter also Bhagavad Gita Vasekara says, Sucha Udeshe Pratishthapya Stiramatna Yogi Yunjita Sadanam Atmanam Rasisthita Ekagi Yata Chitta Atma Nirasi Aparigraha. That yogi or the aspirant, Yunjita Sadanam constantly focuses his mind upon the self, upon the object of meditation. Rahasi in a place of solitude, Ekagi all by himself. Yada Chitta Atma, the body and the mind and sense organs completely under control. Nirasi with the mind free from all the desires. Aparigraha with having no possessions at all. So Mahasekara said that these stipulations can only be satisfied by a sannyasi, not by Grahastha. So even though Lord Krishna may not mention sannyasa overtly or, you know, expressly, but the, the description seems to apply only to sannyasa. Says the Tika, line 8 is, what is 18, Haradev Brahmaneti Brahmane Tyadaha. As the Upanishad says that may enter here. Apparently, Brahman is entered the heart of all living beings. Hardai Brahmani di Pratya Grupena Rudam Pravishte Brahmani. See, the, the description means that, or Upanishad says, means that Brahman, which is limitless, which is Jagatkaranam, the very cause of creation, has entered as a very self. And therefore, when it is said that one should withdraw one's attention on the self, meaning one should meditate upon oneself as Brahman. Sarvendriya Upasamharoktya Karmendriyanavyusamharat. So, Sarvendriyani, Atman Prishthapan, so meaning that, since all the sense organs must be withdrawn, the all sense organs should also include the Karmendriyani organs of action. So, no actions also can be performed by this one. There were Sarvakarma Sanyasena, Suruvasthana Matra Vivakshidam. So, what is intended by Upanishad is that, Sarva karma sannyasena, by renouncing all the duties. So what is the purpose of renouncing duties? Sarupa avasthanam. So that one can totally remain with oneself. Atra vivakshanam, that's a vivaksha. That is what is intended to be conveyed here. So Vashakara is Sarvendira Granat, Sarva karmaniti sannyasya. The tikas is tarhi, jivanehetu vyaharasyabi abhavad. So you have now renounced all the duties. You are simply withdrawing yourself into your own self. 
not performing any activities at all. Jivanahetu vyavaharasyabe. But some minimum activity is required to sustain one's life. So, abhavaar jivanaviloba. So even that minimum activity that is required to sustain one's life, to continue the life of, you know, the yatra of this body. If those activities are also given up, like food and watering and everything is given up, then jivana vilopasya, then the life cannot continue anymore. Ityasankya bhikshatanadikam anujanati. So when this question comes as to how does he sustain himself, I mean, how does his body continue to live? And so there is no prescription of taking one's life, meaning that one should, because only way you can gain abundance in self is to continue this practice and practice of focusing or concentrating on oneself and continue, provided you are around, you know. So this presupposes the person should remain alive. And for remaining alive, the minimum needs of the body also should be provided. And therefore, bhikshatanadikam anujnyatamidhyasa. So, it again, again by Athabhakti only you have to say that it, it follows naturally that he must be living alive, he must be keeping himself alive, and the only way to do is bhikshatan or parigraha. He is no parigraha at all, he can't do it, doesn't have any facility to cook. Fire is given up, so he must go out and bag his food. So bhikshatanadikam anujnyatamityata. So Shruti also here permits or gives consent to bhikshatanam for going and, I mean, begging the food. <coughs> Anyatha sarvendra prasmaharavata No, yeah, okay. Ha, ah, then. Hey. Ahimsani, Subhashtakara says, Ahimsana Himsa Parapira Akurvana Sarvabhutani Stavalingamani Bhutani Apirayana Ityataha So this is now Vrata is giving immunity from fear. So this is also nothing but description of sannyasa. Abhayam sarabhutevyo dattva sannyasya machare. One should practice sannyasa by first granting immunity from fear to all the beings. So one of the important vows of a sannyasi is that he is no more a source of fear to anybody. Bhūloka, Bhūloka maya, loka maya takta, swarloka maya takta, so I have given up Bhūloka, Bhūloka, swarloka, 
mean, I'm not lame. But anything that belongs to this world, the intermediate world, the Swarga, I'm not lame. I've given up. Meaning I make no demands upon anybody in this world or any other world also. <coughs> what does it mean? It means that whatever comes on its own is, is all, you know. I don't make any demand. Then whatever comes on its own, that's how I sustain myself. No claim, no demands, no competition, nothing. So I don't, I'm not a threat to anybody. So this is the, the idea is that only with this mindset it is possible to meditate, not otherwise. So ahimsa seems to be a required state of mind for effectively withdrawing your attention to yourself or doing any, any kind of spiritual thing. Ahimsa is the first requirement. <coughs> so sannyasi apparently the person who is totally dedicated to one spiritual upliftment or a violence in the self. Ahimsa or non-violence is a necessary condition. But only that kind of frame of mind, that the mind is free from any concern at all, because when I give immunity to, from fear to everybody, I give freedom to everybody to be what they are. I make no demand upon them as to what they should do, what they should not do. I give them total freedom. Then only my mind becomes free from concern or anxiety about anything. What will other fellow do? No, it's no concern. They have freedom to do what? Because I don't make, I, once I make a demand, I become an object of fear. When you make demands upon others, then either people are afraid because he is asking for this, or I become an object of resentment, either I create Udvega in them or they create Udvega in me, one of the Udvega will be there. So Himsa brings about Udvega. Any kind of demand, expectations, rights, claims will bring about Udvega to others and to me also. So see how for a sannyasi, Ahimsa is the most important brother. And Lord Krishna also say, what is Ahimsa is that, you know, Atma, what is it? Atmopamene Sarvatra Samampashyati Yojana. He treats everybody like he treats himself. That's the, that's the way to follow Ahimsa. The important the freedom that I give to myself is the freedom that I should give to others, or the important love I give to myself is what I should give to others. That's the basis of ahimsa. So ahimsa involves love automatically. One cannot follow ahimsa unless there is compassion and love. Otherwise, it becomes a dry ahimsa. There is also when that is nothing but isolation, you know, and that I, I it's not that I indulge into any life, but at the same time, I'm not indifferent to anybody. There is Sarva Bhutai. My heart is basically devoted to well-being of all. There may not be any activity in terms of reaching out for well-being, but I wish the well-being of all. I wish ill of nobody. All this kind of is it, state of mind is required for effectively meditating, so that the mind remains free 
fruitless concerns, anxieties, etc. So, ahimsan sarabhutani. Sarabhutani sthavar dhangamani bhutani apedayan. So, living beings with a sthavara or jangara, immobile or mobile, whatever living beings are. So, pira or the pain ultimately comes to living because the inner things don't feel the pain, therefore, Ahimsa or the non-violence basically is practiced towards living beings. But Ahimsa has so many dimensions. Satya also is a dimension of Ahimsa. Asteyam, non-staying also is Ahimsa. Brahmacharya, total self-control also is Ahimsa. Aparigara, not accepting any gift and not keeping. So that means that not possess, non-possession also is Ahimsa. So Bhashyakara says, Bhikshanivittam Atanadinabhi Parapirasyat Ityadha Ahara Anyatra Tirthebhyaha Tirtham Nama Shastra Nudnya Vishaha Tataha Anyatra Bhikshanamittam atanadinapi. So atanam, the moving about that is required for bhikshadanam, even for begging your food also to go around. And parapirasya. So even when you are moving about begging your food, then also it is possible that you may cause some himself. Some small creature also may perhaps be hurt by you when you are moving about. Or whatever himsa may be caused, when you go around, something or the other will happen. Depends on what your uh, you know, concept of himsa is. So the Jain sadhus also will even have a mask on their face because they don't want to kill the bacteria also. <coughs> The thing is, bacteria, small little insects, they do not want to hurt them. So, moment you do some vyavahara, it is possible, likely that violence in even a minute way may take place. And so, meaning that it is not possible to live a life of non-violence, and the phys- total non-violence at the physical level. That's the idea. At the physical level, when you live, some violence is, is inevitable. Kandani, Peshani, Chulli, Udukumbi, Chamarjani, even for simplest life also. That when you pound something or when you grind something or when you even, you know, use a stove, wood stove, etc., some himsa will be involved. Even though sannyasi doesn't do that, this is the himsa householder. So sannyasi doesn't do any of those activities that doesn't cause himsa. And still, some water will be required. I mean, you have to take bath and you, you know, you have to go to river to take bath. Something has to be done. And however alert you are, it is still possible that 
some injury may take place to the creatures. So ahimsan sarvabhutani, not injuring any living being is a virata that is not totally, it cannot be 100% followed at the physical level. At the level of speech, yes, you can be totally non-violent, you should be. The level of mind also, you can be non-violent, you should be. Basically, at the level of mind that we want to be non-violent because this is where the mind is where we have to meditate. But then that also presupposes freedom from uh, violence at the physical level and the, uh, the speech level also. So speech and mind are under control of the of the spirits of the sadhu, not for anybody. But the inevitable kind of injury that may take place by even living the simplest of lives. So of course for non-violence one of the important requirements is that life should become as simple as possible and as non-demanding as possible. And as close to nature as possible also. But it cannot be hundred percent, you know. So some violence is likely to occur. That much violence is permitted. So anyat, that's why Bhāsakara said, so parapīda ityatra anyatra Remaining free from violence towards all living beings in the area which is other than tīrtha. Now what is tīrtha? Tīrtha can be interpreted as a holy place, <coughs> place of pilgrimage. But here Bhāsakara is tīrtha-nāma shāstra-anudhyā-viṣayaḥ Whatever it is that the Shastra or the scripture, Anugna has permitted. In this case, Bhikshatana means Shastra Anugna Vishaya. Here, Bhikshatana meaning that going out for Bhiksha is something that is concerned as Shastra. So, other than Bhikshatana, no violence should take place. That's what it means. Shastra Anugna Vishaya Tata Anyatra Ityata. It is not in a place other than Tirtha. It is in any kind of activity other than what is enjoined by the scriptures. For <coughs> sannyasi, all that is permitted is bhikshadaram. And so not making sure that you do not in, involve any injury in any activity other than bhikshadaram. There is no activity other than bhikshadaram also. Bhikshadanam, of course, living a life on dating, bath and stuff like that. So, whatever that in Bhikshadanam includes that, we assume. So, this is Bhashyakana's... Uh, so, Bhikshadanani Vyapara Anyatra. So, Ti Anyatra Tirthaya means what? Bhikshadanani Vyapara Anyatra. What is... So, Tirthaya is... Shastra Anugnya Vishaya. That which is permitted by Shastra. What is it? Bhikshadana. So Tikagara says, Bhikshadanari Vyaparat Anyatra Ahimsan. That's what it means. Anyatra Tirsarya means what? Bhikshadanari Vyaparat Anyatra Ahimsan. Non, not hurting anybody in anything other than Bhikshadana. So whatever Ahimsa takes place in Bhikshadana, also is allowed <coughs> with nothing else. 
So this does not refer to, Tirtha does not refer to a place. Tirtha refers to activity. In case of sannyasi, the activity is bhikshatanam. Other than not injuring anything, any creature other than bhikshatanam. Dyuktidvara bhikshatanadikam anudhyadamityartaha. So Bhashyakara and Shruti also, they give consent to bhikshatanam. Going about for begging the food. Anyatha sarvendriyoga samharavada himsaya prasakte pradishet anupatte. So why should you have to uh, constrain? Or why should you restrict that no himsa should take place other than tirtha? Then if bhikshadaram also is not permitted, Meaning that this yati doesn't perform any activity other than meditation, then the question of himsa does not arise. If possible himsa does not arise, then restricting also does not arise. Don't, don't injure. But you know, even possible injuring, if I am just sitting in one place and meditating, the possible injuring can come only when I am moving about. So when Upanishad says that do not hurt any creature, other than tirtha, that means that some activity is presupposed, then only himsa or some injury is upon. And that activity can be only vikshadaram or sadhu and nothing else. So this is by Arthabhakti. Then we say that this is the, because sarvendriyani atmai sampradishthapya means it is sannyasa. Only sannyasa can do, withdraw all the sense organs and mind into the self. And we take, assume that for him to continue his sadhana, he has to live, therefore minimum activities required for sustaining the body also are permitted. When it says, anyat ahimsan sarvabhutani anyat tirthasebhya, so possible himsa is there, therefore ahimsan. Anyat tirthasebhya in activities other than what is permitted, meaning in activities, namely bhikshadanam. So these words of Shruti, Amount to saying that the Shruti permits the activity of bhikshatanam and restricts the himsa only to that and in no other, in no other activity. <coughs> Meaning not undertaking any activity that may involve himsa to any creature other than bhiksha. <coughs> himsa aprasakte hai. Otherwise you don't do anything. Even the question of himsa or injury does not arise, then the question of denying or prohibiting injury also does not arise. The fact that injury is prohibited means there is a possible injury, and that can be only when you are moving about for bhikshadam. Therefore, bhikshadam, by artha bhakti artha, bhikshadam also is permitted by the Shura. Now comes the explanation by somebody else. So, this is Bhashyakara. Which means that according to Bhashyakara, this is a description of a sannyasi. However, the Tikakara says, Tatascha 
भिक्षाटनादि व्यापारे अनुज्ञाते तो तत्र हिंसा प्रसक्तिम आशंक्य अहिंसनिजस्य न प्रकृतसो आशंक्य अहिंसनिजस्य न प्रकृत सर्वकर्मसंन्यासिमात्र विषयत्वम् अभिदुस्तामर्थ्यार सर्वासमित्व विषयत्वम् इत्याह so some people interpret saying this one is anyatra tirthebhya so ahimsa anything not injuring anybody so tirtha can also mean a holy place anyatra tirthebhya you should not no injury should take place in a place other than tirtha or a holy place mean when you are in tirtha then perhaps some himsa may take place, but not anywhere else. That's what it means. Or when you are, no, so, oh, or some people say, when you are in Tirtha, no himsa will take place. Elsewhere is okay. Yeah. So, so, na prakruta sarakana sanyasi matra vishetvam, that himsan saravhutani, this not only string is not restricted near the sanyasi, but then this would apply to all the members of all the the, the, uh, the, the stage of life. Abhi to samarthya sarvashamishetvamidhi that this ahimsa, vrata ahimsa should be confined not merely sannyasi but should also be applicable to all, uh, you know, people of all the stages of life. Brahmachari, Grihastha, Vanaprastha, nobody should do himsa. So, either this may be Bhashyakara's view or it is view of the Purapakshi. This writing is very unclear, but anyway, so let's see the next one. Sarvashamiramcha etat samanam tithebhyaha anyatra ahimsa evaiti should not be Anyatra, 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 ahimsavayeti. O sarvashraminamcha etat svanam. Let us say that this ahimsa is svanam equally applies to the members of all the stages of life, meaning it applies to brahmachari, grahastha, vanaprastha also. Tirthrebhya anyatra ahimsavayeti. That only in Tirtha, Himsa may be in, in Tirtha alone, Himsa is permitted. In anything other than Tirtha, Himsa is not permitted. This applies to all the Ashramas. Where Tirtha is what? Tirtha is the activity that is consented by the Shruti. So for a householder, that may involve performing Yajna Yagari, which definitely involves Himsa. That is permitted. So, Brahmachari, whatever the scripture wants him to do, whatever activity the Brahmachari is supposed to do, if Imsa is involved in that activity, that is permitted. No, nothing other than those activities. So, Grahastha also is enjoying certain activities which is much more than Brahmachari. He is supposed to perform all the Mahayagnya, etc. So, if those things involve Imsa, then that is permitted. But in nothing other than that. You want to prostrate sannyasi, etc. For sannyasi, the activity can only be bhikshatanam, so there himsa is permitted. 
there is no other activity, so there is no, I mean, himsa pervert elsewhere. If you apply this statement to grahastha, then in activity that grahastha is supposed to perform, which involves yagadi, there also himsa takes place, but that is okay. This is not considered himsa by some people. So mimamsakas do not consider the himsa taking place, including, suppose, some yagas are there, where the animal is to be sacrificed. There is also not to himsa. So this is a mimamsa view. Anyata tirthayabhya. If tirtha is the shastra anugnyata vishaya, so whatever activity shastra has permitted, then what takes place is not called himsa. And therefore all those things are permitted by the scriptures. But anything else, you must make sure that no himsa or injury is involved. <coughs> so, Alright, so sarvasamde itas samanam tirthevya anyatra himsa evayati. That means this vakya ahimsam sarabhutani applies to people of all stages of life. So Dikakara says, Anyata tirthe mehdi uchchade jasya vakyasya asavatpamite. Then only anyatra tirthe bhyaya iti uchchade. So sarvasaminam jayadasvam tirthe vyanyatra himsaya vayadi. Then only this statement, anyatra tirthe bhyaya will have meaning only when this statement of ahimsa applies to all the stages of life. If it is applied only to the sannyasi, then anyata tirthabhya was not need, there is no need to write that. The fact that tirtha means all activities permitted are scriptures, then scriptures in fact enjoin activities to all people of all stages of life and therefore, whatever the statement, ahimsan saravhutani anyata tirthabhya, not injuring any living being in places or activities other than Tirtha, seems that that would be meaningful only when this statement applies to people of all stages of life. <coughs> but primarily here it applies to only sannyasi. So, when it says Sarvendriyane Atmani Sampradishthapya is a description applies to sannyasi. Ahimsan Saravhutani Saravdhethebhya is a statement applies to all the stages of life. That's all you have to say. <coughs> now we continue to Tika. Evam Bhutasya Vidushaya Sadhya Sharirapade Prapte so, this kind of Vidwan, who is now focused all his attention upon the self that is Brahman, meaning one who has become one with Brahman, who has become Brahman, the Vidwan meaning the wise person who abides the knowledge that I am Brahman and everything is Brahman. Sadhya, Sairvade, Prate, then somebody may think that for a wise person now, since he is already liberated, and he has nothing now to accomplish therefore, there is no reason for his body to continue. So this kind of a, uh, this kind of a conclusion when we arrive at, that now that all his agenda is fulfilled, what is the need for his body to continue? 
सो सद्य है शरीर पाते प्राप्त है दिस काइंड ऑफ ए क्वेश्चन कैन अराइज द माइंड ऑफ समबडी दैट नाउ बिकॉज इज वाइज पर्सन इज दिश दिस नो रीजन वाइज बॉडी शो सो कंटिन्यू so as long as the gains abide in knowledge right away his body also should drop off because what is the purpose of the body for moksha his body has been acquired that purpose is served so now body is not any purpose to continue so some people believe that the wise person should drop off his body should drop off idi prapte so upanishad says now there is something called jivan mukti so there is a view that there is no jivan mukti because there is no reason for the wise person to continue but upanishad says there is something called the liberated even while living before <coughs> that this statement of chandogya upanishad is 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 quoted as pramana to se tavareva charamiti shashta adhyay uktaritya in this upanishad is the sixth chapter said that उपाधिपर्सो From the standard of wise person, there is no limitation. But from the standard of others, it may look like the wise person also is limited by the path. That he does not enjoy unrestricted freedom, moksha. If moksha is unrestricted, unconditional freedom, then even a wise person also does not seem to enjoy that because he also is restrained or limited by the limitation of the path. So even that limitation also will not. He has to stay with that limitation and wait until his body drops off. Then he becomes prime. He becomes one with Sat or Brahman in a total sense, as though the body is a little bit of an obstacle in his attaining full moksha. You know, from stand or others. It is sastad yavuktaritya prarabdha karaksha pratisham darshadi shutihi. Shruti also says that prarabdha karmakshya pratiksham. That wise person also says pratiksha is also is to wait prarabdha karmakshya for kshay or exhaustion is prarabdha karma. Until then, the wise person also has to wait. This Shruti also says that it is said in the sixth chapter, and here also what is said can be interpreted that way. So sakalu. So if you go back to the passage, it's लाइफ ब्रह्मलोकम अभिसंपद्यते यावर आयुषम व्हेन द आयुष ऑफ द लाइफ इज ओवर ब्रह्मलोकम अभिसंपद्यते ही अटेन ब्रह्मलोक नचे पुनरावर्तते ही डज नॉट रिटर्न नचे पुनरावर्तते ही डज नॉट रिटर्न सो इफ यू लुक एट दिस डिस्क्रिप्शन 
Again, it is a description of the person who has withdrawn all his sense organs into the self. And that will be the sannyasi. That will be the wise person. That the wise person also, even I have as long as alive, this is how he lives. So, each even mukta need not always be in samadhi by way of state of mind. He is always in samadhi even while doing activity because his mind abides in the self. Because self is self-effulgent. So, ayavad ayusham, when the ayusha is over, brahma lokam avisampadyate, he attains brahma loka. What is the nature of attainment of brahma loka? So, attaining brahma loka also can be two ways. So, what is the nature, what is the manner of his attaining brahma loka? Nacha punaravartade, nacha punaravartade. Then he does not return, he does not return. Yad gatva nanivartande, taddham paramamama. So, that is my swarupa, attaining which there is no return. Tatah padam tat parimayudavyam, yasmin gatana nivartande bhuyaha. Yasmin gataha bhuyana nivartande. Having reached war, they do not return again. So, this is the description of the videha mukta, jivan mukta and videha mukta. So, this is how this passage is interpreted by Bhashyakara, supposedly. So, by this Tikakara anyway, so if you go back to Tika, <coughs> So, prarabdha karma kshara pradiksham darshayati shrutihi sakhalu evamiti. So, when shruti says sakhalu evam vartyan yavadayusham, it is that he, continue, he waits for the prarabdha kshara and then brahma lokam abhisampadyate, then he attains brahma loka. So, Tika says brahma eva loka, brahma loka. Brahma itself is loka. Now, loka word normally means a realm. The, the rudi, the common meaning of the word loka is what? A realm says heaven, brahma loka, etc. So, when we use the word brahma loka, generally the first impression that comes is it is the realm of brahma. So, says, no, the word loka is not realm. Loka, lokanam, prakashayati. So, lok bhashayam deepta ucha. So, one of the meaning of the word, the root lok is deepta, is also in sense of prakasha. So, the loka is lokanam, means shining. So, prakasha, the light, which is what? Consciousness. So, prakasham brahma ityata. So, word loka here means prakasha, the light, or knowledge, or consciousness, which means brahman. The self-evident Brahman is the meaning of loka in this context. So, Brahmaiva loka. Brahma alone is loka, there is consciousness which is self-evident, which is self. So, Saprakasha Brahma Abhisampadyade. He becomes one with Brahman that is the self-evident. That's what the statement means. Even Bhutasya Avidyanashat. Bija ahavena na punaratti diyaha. bhutasya. For a wise person of this nature, avidyana Because the ignorance is dispelled. Bija ahavena. 
Ignorance is seed for punaravarti, for returning to the life of birth and death. Who ignorance brings about the ahankara, mamakara, etc., and they are the causes for taking the new birth. The vision is not there. The very seed, the very cause for the samsara or the nature of the repeated birth and death is ignorance, and that itself is dispelled. Never na punaravartihi. The cause for punaravarti, the cause for rebirth itself is gone. Never rebirth with effect also does not take place. So Sutihi, Nasa Punaravartade, Nasa Punaravartade, he does not return. Like all other Sutis also say. And so, what is it? So Brahma Yavasana, Brahma Pyedi, he attained Brahma, means already is Brahma. Tasya prana na utkranti yeva samavaniyante His pranas now do not depart. They merge in Brahman here itself. By saying that there is no utkraman. If there is a departure of this body, then that means there is attainment on the body. Utkraman. If in fact this, the jivatma lives here, then he goes someplace. Either goes to Brahma Loka, of course, or goes to some other body. But then, still some yatra is involved. So there Upanishad says, for a jivan mukta, even this is also not there, he has, his pranas, they emerge in Brahman here itself, meaning that there is no utkramana. There is no, this is what he said, there is no departure of this body. That says it is gone. Therefore, but anyway, so nasa punaravatate. Utkramana is there, means attaining something is there. If you attain Brahma Loka, then likely you can come back. Because you go someplace, then you have to come back also. <coughs> so, evam svabhitam vyakhyanam darshaitva. So, this is svabhimatam. This is Bhashyakara's mata. According to this Tikakara. Then Bhashyakara looks upon this description in the Shruti as that of a Jivan Mukta. And Nasapunaravartate is a Subrahmalokam Abhisampadyate Nasapunaravartate is a description of the Videha Mukta. <coughs> and that means that this Upanishad concludes with the discussion or description of a wise person, of a sannyasi. So this is one interpretation. Then other interpretation is that no, no, this his description, not a sannyasi, but a householder. And there were, evam svabhimatam vyakhyanam dashaitva. This vyakhyanam, the exposition or explanation of this passage, svabhimatam, according to one's own mata, avashyakara. Ke kaishittu, but Bhāsyakara also here apparently describes the mata or the view of other people. Who are the other people? Hurokhtanam, karanam, vayati asankaram. What's the reason why this passage describes all the karma? Acharya kulat, Guru Karma Atishesana Abhisamavrutya Kutumbe 
सुचोदेशे स्वाध्याय अधियान धार्मिका विदधत सो ऑल दिस कर्मा द डिस्क्राइब दे नो नो पर्पज टू सर इफ दिस इज अल्टीमेटली डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ ए सन्यासी हू इज रिनाउंस ऑल द कर्मास एंड देर बिकम्स लिबरेटेड देन वॉट सो देट मीन्स दिस कर्मास दर आर डिस्क्राइब हियर दे नो दे डोंट गिव राइज टू एनी एनी फ्रूट एनी रिजल्ट सो सेज पूर्वोक्ता कर्मण वैर्थ्य आशंका If this Upanishad wanted to conclude with the description of a sannyasi, why should it have described all this karma? They describe Brahmacharya Ashrama and Bhrastha Ashrama and Vanaprastha also as far as meditation is concerned, and then attaining Brahma Loka. So looks like this is a description of a householder and not a description of sannyasi. Even if Shruti intended to conclude with the sannyasi, then There is no need to describe all this karma. That means this passage refers to someone who is still performing his duties in whichever stage of life that person is. Otherwise, karma nam vayatyasankaram, puruktanam karma nam, all the karma that are stated vayatya, they seem to be meaningless or seem to be redundant, of no use. Then that cannot be. Shruti cannot go to the length of describing all this karma, you know. So Acharya Kula, Veda Madhya, all of that must have some reason. They were to give it the meaningfulness. To give meaningfulness to the description of karma, we have to conclude that this is a description of a householder and not that of a sannyasi. So. आशंका निर्विसंदे कर्मण ब्रह्मलोक फलगत्र वैर्थम परिश्रीये सो संबड़ी मे थिंग दैट दिस कर्मा दर डिस्क्राइब हैव नो रोल टू प्ले नो नथिंग टू कंट्रीब्यूट सिस नो नो इफ दिस कर्मा दर आर डिस्क्राइब फॉर अ वाइफ फॉर अ हाउस होल्डर ऑल्सो निर्विसंदे इफ ऑल दो कर्मा दर ऑल्सो परफॉर्म विदाउट अभिसंदे Without the expectation or agenda of a karma phala, then Brahmaloka phala katvena, then that karma will result into Brahmaloka. That's what Sutti wants to say. Then Grastha also will live the life of selflessness and perform his duties, and that can lead into Brahmaloka. So why are you parichyade? That this description of ब्रह्मलोकम अभिसंपद्यते नसपुनरावर्तते दैट डिस्क्रिप्शन इज मेंट फॉर अ हाउस होल्डर टू से दैट ऑल इज ड्यूटीज परफॉर्म विदाउट दी विदाउट दी फलावेसंधि और एक्सपेक्टेशन ऑफ द रिजल्ट विल लीड इन टू ब्रह्मलोका एंड दैट वे देयर इज दी साफल्यम आल्सो दी सक्सेस और दी पर्पस पर्पसफुलनेस ऑफ ऑल द कर्म So in karma they are described, then the purpose achieved by karma also should be described. Therefore, attainment of Brahma Loka is the result of performing those karmas selflessly. This is their opinion. So therefore, this description of parihara, vayartya parihara, that somebody may think that the karmas described here will become meaningless if they do not yield any result. 
If this is only for sannyasi, then what, what's the use of those karmas? So now those karmas also yield the result of Brahma Yoga. Acharya kula ityadika shrutya edivakyadam. So this shruti, Acharya kula, Vedamaditya, all of this, Yathavidanam. So all this shruti is for making clear that the karmas are householder also. If they are performed is stipulated by the scriptures and performed without selflessly, then he also can attain Brahma Loka. These karmas are also meaningful. Don't think that jnana alone is meaningful in the Veda, that karma also is meaningful. <coughs> so Vedantin will say karma is only secondary. For Vedantin, karma has only result in terms of becoming, giving preparation for jnana. This is no karma independently is meaningful by giving you liberation. You attain Brahma Loka and then you do not return to Brahma Loka. That means what Uttarayana means then. So, Lord Krishna also says that. So, there are these two gatis are there, Uttarayana and Dakshinayana. If you, if you travel on Dakshinayana, then you return. Uttarayana don't return. So, this is the Description of vice, I mean, of a householder, of course, a householder of a, of a very high order, who also attains the moksha of not returning to this life here. <coughs> this is what other people think, how they interpret this whole passage. There is also Vasagar Anyati. So Vasagara says, Anyevarnayante kutumbe eva etasarvam kurvanna sakhalu adhikrutaha yavadavisham yavadjivam evam nithottena prakarenaiva vartayan brahmalukam avisampadyate dehante so this is how other people say this passage should be understood. That Kutumbe, that remaining in Kutumba, not Sanyasa, not going to forest, remaining in the family, means in the house, being householder, is Sarankurvan doing all of this. Was it and this is Swadhyama, so Sushavudeshya, Swadhyama, Dhyana, etc., you know. And so, Dharmikaan, Vidadhat, and Sarvendriyani, Sampradishtha, Atmani, Sampradishtha, doing all of this for the whole of his life. <coughs> so one who is qualified to do all of this, Yavadayusham, Edasaram Kurvanna, doing all of this as long as he is alive. Meaning what? Yavajivam evam ithoktena prakarena vartayan. So conducting himself in this prescribed manner as long as he is alive. <coughs> so Anandagiri says, Anandagiri seems to be their opinion also. Edasaram svayam kurvan brahmalokam avisampadeti sammanda. Edasaram svayam kurvan doing all of this. Brahma Lokam Abhisampadyate, he attained Brahma Loka, it is Sambandha. Even Vardhanitasya Vyakhyanam, 
एवं यथोक्तेनु प्रकारण करुन इति सोसेस एवं वर्तयन उपनिषदेस एवं यावदायुषम एवं वर्तयन conducting himself in this manner for the rest of his life the evam vartan that the expression is explained as yathoktena prakarana kurvan evam means in this manner which manner yathoktena prakarana as a manner in which it is described in this passage living the life and nobody can do this i mean this is not an easy thing to do but in case somebody can do ब्रह्मलोकेनो हियर एंड देयर दैट यू कैन वॉक टू ब्रह्मलोके दोन इन थर्टी ब्रह्म यू नो सो ब्रह्मलोके दैट इज नथिंग यू नो इज सो लिविंग दिस लाइफ ऑफ एस्टिफ्यूलेटेड बाय वेदा इज इम्पॉसिबल एनीबडी इट्स सेंसली इम्पॉसिबल द काइंड ऑफ ड्यूटीज टोल्ड बाय फॉर गुरुस्ता और अनुपस्ता इफ यू सी द डिस्क्रिप्शन यू नो यू गेट हार्ट अटैक एंड यू नो दैट यू कैन दैट यू कैन फॉलो दोस स्टिफ्यूलेशन बट इन केस यू डू मेबी देयर आर पीपल हु कुड डू दैट दैट टाइम because life was simple and there was no other pressures no great ambitions uh, no great opportunities anyway other than you are living in a village and your life is of an agrarian so uh, or you are a you are a vaishyas or whatever you are you live your life in simple life no comparison no ambitions so basically and the mind can be free from all this clutter this you know after all growing up where, where we do Naturally, mind will be cluttered by what is going around you. So all the time, noise of this election and this and that is going on. The mind will be cluttered. Will, these thoughts will come in your mind also. Then you read newspapers and watch TV, and so all of this is going to clutter the mind. When this is not there, meaning that there are so many things other than you which are also responsible for cluttering your mind. When those things are not there. It was fine. You still said nobody knew what happened ten miles away. You know, nobody knew because there was no communication. So that keep kept the life simple. With that life, all these things are prescribed. You know. So what the Vedas prescribe, all of that is basically applicable to person who is living that kind, not this life. Vedas will have heart attack when they see this life. They will, you know, meaning that the new smritis will have to be really now evolved. to guide a person to living in this life how to live spiritual life spiritual life in this circumstances for that new surutis are required with all debates going on right now the freedom of uh, privacy and freedom individual freedom meaning the liberty freedom is a license then interpretation of freedom is like do whatever you want it's your life and the word so if this is the interpretation And spiritual life is no scope at all. As described, this is called spiritual life. It is no scope at all. This is all useless, according to them. Oh, you know, this is all restraining yourself and suppressing your feeling, and there's no good. This, you know, this kind of restrain and suppression is no good. So, if this is the atmosphere, then the some new smritis are required. <clears throat> But all of this was possible. for the kind of simple life that existed at that time <coughs> and there were yavajivam evam vardan evam prakayasoktena prakarana vartayan conducting himself in that manner as long as he is alive brahmalokam avisampadyate he attains brahmaloka when dehante but brahmaloka then means brahmaloka brahma 
So if this is a description of a householder who attains Brahma Loka, then that Brahma Loka has to mean the world of Brahma. Well, Brahma Loka, when Brahma itself is Loka, that attainment is possible only by knowledge of recognizing yourself in Brahma. But if this is meditation, then the knowledge of identity is not there. There is a identification with Brahma by meditation. And therefore, it is Brahma Loka means there is an involved, there is a gati involved here. There is a passage involved from here along the northern solstice, you know, so northern passage involved. And there was Dehante. So that attainment of Brahman or is Brahma Loka, is Saguna Brahma, and Dehante after the fall of this body. Nasya Punaravaratate Sriyakrahanaya. From that Brahma Loka, he does not return for a swimming under body. So this is a description of a householder. That is the interpretation of other people. We'll continue to ask. Om Purnamadah Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnamevavashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Krutovande Bhagavanta Punapunaha Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyoma Vyapta Vehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shanti Shanti